Jason Klom, and this is the Comedy on Vinyl podcast. The year is 1963. The album is Carol Burnett Remembers How They Stopped the Show. Uh, and, of course, Carol Burnett is the artist. My guest is Jesse Merriweather. Thank you for being here. Hi! So, yeah, uh, we should address the fact that it has taken us over a year <laughs> to set this up. I mean, you've been on the show before when I interviewed all the Monty Python ladies. Right, yeah, yeah, We met during the Monty Python show, and we were... Uh, I kept wanting to do one of the episodes of comedy on vinyl, but then... I have two kids, uh-huh. so that's like, um, <laughs> you know, just a nightmare. And, <laughs> they're beautiful, but they're sure. just beautiful nightmares. Of course. And, uh, you know, life. Yeah, yeah. That'll happen. Well, and I mean, you had like kind of the same conundrum that a lot of people have been having. It's like, I really grew up on Bill Cosby. We can't talk about Bill Cosby oh, anymore. You know, like, bad, so like we really, man. and I mean, if you look through this pile of albums, people have been giving me comedy albums. Like Natalie Lynch gave me a pile of comedy albums the other day. Oh, and like, wow. it's got a ton of Cosby in it. Cause what are you going to do? Who doesn't, who's everybody's giving away their Cosby now. Man. <laughs> it's, 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 it's hard. So Natalie's hot. You know, she's one of the biggest reasons that I decided to do Python. Really? Yeah. I love her. She's so good. She came up to me on an audition and uh, cuz I had uh, said I found their Facebook page. I was like, "Oh my gosh, Monty Python." And uh, then she walked up to me at an audition. She was like, "You know, I do it. It's really funny. You should do it." And I was like, "Yeah, I should." And I was thinking, "You're pretty." <laughs> so, basically, that's why I'd- I was like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Um, but no, Bill Cosby, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I would have loved to listen to Cosby, but it's like, you know, rape jokes are only funny for so long. And then it's like, oh, jeez. At some you point know. you got to settle it and realize, oh, yep, I Wait, guess. that's for real, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, but I'm so glad because uh, no, I just I'll, I'll, I'll warn the audience: this album is not a comedy album per se. There, there are a bunch of funny songs on it, but it is musical. Because mm-hmm. Carol Burnett got you know she got famous from Broadway. I mean, she didn't get famous from just being a goofy lady. She's it's, a belter. Yeah. Oh my God, just I love it. Just that first song. Mm-hmm. So 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 what, good. Johnny One Note. Uh huh. And I, I feel like, and I know that I've heard that on another, we might have even done an album with that on it, which is where I heard it first, so I didn't know that song before, but then she she blows it out of the water. Yes, yeah, she does. That one note, you mm-hmm. know, and it's a funny song. I identify with that song especially because uh, I'm not really an actor. <laughs> uh, kind of like, a, I guess you could say I'm a one-trick pony, but if it's a good <laughs> trick, it's okay. You know, if it doesn't matter. And so, that's what, you know, she would hit the same note again and again, but dadgummit was brilliant. I know, I know. The crazy thing is, like, I feel like when you're listening to this album, if you grew up on her like we did, Mm -hmm. like, you can just see see her singing it. She's got so much personality in her Mm -hmm. voice. I love it. Like And Annie. Oh, my God. Like, one day we have to talk about Annie on this show. Yeah. Because I grew up on, like, certain musicals. Mostly musicals. Little Shop, Annie. Annie. I actually grew up on Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. That's one of the ones that my mom made me watch as a kid. I love it. I love it. It's such a good movie. But Annie's the big one. Annie's yeah. the, and you would think I would hate her because Miss Hannigan's so evil. No, but. I always wanted to be Miss Hannigan when we were playing because she was so fun. 
She was so fun. <laughs> it's uh, and, you know I like I actually know a lot of people for whom Annie is a movie doesn't hold up, but like if you grew up with it as I I, no. I love it. It's it's so yeah. Great. I guess there's a nostalgia factor there. Sure, there is, but she's the best part of Annie. Oh anyway. yeah. Her and Tim Curry. Yeah, yep. And it's hard, like, because I've seen other people try and they can't do Miss Hannigan justice. No. You know? No, you gotta be a blatant drunk. <laughs> you know? Because uh-huh. she, she, she didn't play it for comedy, and right. that's the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Adam West. If you mm-hmm. watch those old things, he is dead serious in those tights. Yeah, he is. You know yeah, what I mean? <laughs> like, he is. And that's what ma- that's what makes it so beautiful. Mm-hmm. What makes it so funny if you're trying to play it for laughs. I mean, you're already in a bathtub full of gin. <laughs> yeah. You know what uh-huh. I mean? If you're trying to be goofy, no, but it's perfect. <laughs> She's so good. And that's I mean, that's the crazy thing that like out of that like that character is just one of the most miserable characters on screen ever, but like that's one of the reasons it's so fu- I, guess, I mean, I guess both of her parents were alcoholics. Not just one of them. Oh, but, for real? Yeah, she was raised by her grandmother because both of her parents were so Whoa. out of their brains. Wow. Yeah, so she knew what it she, was like. She pulled it out, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, she knew, not only she knew that, but she knew that from the perspective of Annie. So right. she knows how to play that in reverse. Like, God, so she might, it must have been That's interesting tr- for her to play. <laughs> yeah, to you say know? the least. Right? Like, kind well, of heartbreaking. Well, ther- therapeutic, too. I would think so. You know, because, I mean, I don't know how that story played out in real life, but, you know, a lot of times in movies... I don't want to say movies today, but in movies that aren't very good, uh, the villains, I don't know, I'm just a jerk. I like it when <laughs> villains are, I don't like it when it's like you feel bad for them. <laughs> I like it when they're assholes, you know, <laughs> and because and then it's like, and the worst they are, when they when they get it, they come up and it's like, yes! Mm-hmm. You 100%. Know. Disney villains are usually pretty horrible. Yeah. So when they get it, it's like, so that's okay if Ursula gets stabbed through the abdomen in a children's movie because you're like, wow, she was a bitch. <laughs> she deserved it. And the same with Miss Hannigan. Yeah. She was selfish. She was mean. Mm-hmm. But yeah. she was still awesome. Like, that's hard. Yeah, it is. I still wanted to be her when we played. 100%. No, I get it. You wanted to be Miss Hannigan. I wanted to be Annie. Like, there's no doubt. I wanted to be Annie. We should have been hanging out. I know. I know. I want, I, I actually insisted insisted that my parents name my sister Annie when Our, she was born ah! for a long time. They obviously did not give in, thank God. Uh, but yeah. That Our was... parents would have been so worried. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So you're going to be an alcoholic. Right. And you're, you're going to be, be a, a little, little girl. girl. Okay. That's interesting. That's, uh, you know, my parents have been like, yeah, that's probably about right. Awesome. <laughs> do you, is that, I mean, for me, that's the, my first memory of Carol Burnett, but do you, mm-hmm. is it for you too? Or did you watch the shows or anything? Did your parents I did show you? watch the shows, but that was the first time I really noticed her. Because mm-hmm. there were so many amazing shows yeah. of <sighs> crass horse salty lady you know like the golden girl <laughs> sure the of course terrible nut. i mean like so as a young kid i just kind of vaguely remembered a bunch of sarcastic women mm-hmm. but <laughs> annie was the first time i was like whoa she can sing mm-hmm. and she's awesome yeah and then I had a better appreciation for the shows when i got a bit older yeah yeah Mom's yeah family and- mm-hmm yeah. 
She's pretty awesome. Could I grab the LP from you? Yeah. Uh, because it's actually just the cover, of course. But uh, so it, it's a bunch of songs, like some of which are like I was I was only I've only ever been in one stage musical. I had like zero lines. Oh. But there's a song from Anything Goes, Blow Gabriel Blow in here. So that was another. But there's a bunch that I really do. You, I don't know how familiar you you are with all of these songs. I only know a few of them. I'd, I only know a few of them, but I, I grew up in musical theater mm-hmm. um, on the coast. Uh-huh. I'm from Biloxi in Gulfport, Mississippi, uh-huh. on the, the very coast. And um, I can't sing at all mm-hmm. for anything or dance. So <laughs> it was kind of funny that musical theater was the big thing from where I, was, I came from. But people kind of... Uh, I was a good sport about it, mm-hmm. so um, I was I was like trees and background and uh-huh. you know like <laughs> I held. But it was fun. It was a lot of fun. You do it for the, you know, if you if you kind of don't fit in, you find theater or yeah. you find the arts. That's mm-hmm. just kind of what you gravitate it's true. to. It is true. And God bless them. They were like. You can't sing or dance? Oh, come on. You can be in our You just stand over there in the back. You know? <laughs> They're my best friends to this day. Yeah. But you, you must have enjoyed the acting part a bunch, though. Or I no? didn't get to act. You, okay. I mean, as a tree, no. But, like, when, right. when did you go from there to, like, actually, like... And, um, well, in school, in high school, you know, you do your high school plays. Sure. That was fun. Then I moved to New Orleans, and I did a play, and that was fun. Not like big, big roles or anything, but um, I just liked being with the people. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and this what you see, this is this is what you get. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I could do Shakespeare or anything. Like, it's one speed. Johnny could only sing one note, and the note he sang was this. Ah, poor Johnny, one note, sang out with gusto and just in a class by himself by gum. Poor Johnny one note got in Aida. Indeed a great chance to be brave. He took his one note how like the north wind brought forth wind that made critics brave. While Verdi turned around in his grave. In New Orleans I got together with a boy who wanted to be the next Sean Penn. Uh-huh. That didn't work out for him, but, <laughs> but we can't. But he was real talented, so I was like, "All right, he wants to move to L.A. Let's go to L.A. and he'll become famous, and I'll get to, you know, spend his money." <laughs> and that that did not work out, boy. <laughs> we came out here and we found an a- we we met with an agent and um. God, Chris, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but we met with an agent, commercial agent, waiting on the theatrical agent. And uh, he said, you know, 
I'm sorry, I just, I'm not interested in doing commercials. I really don't feel like it's something that I want to, to represent me. And he had never done anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except plays in New Orleans. And Sam, the commercial agent, my agent today, she said, uh, okay. And then she looked at me and she said, you're cute. You want to go out on spots? I said, well, I'm not a good actor. Is that going to make a difference? And she said, for commercials, not really. <laughs> I said, well, sign me up. So that's kind of what happened. Uh, I love it. Yeah. And I've just been lucky for a decade. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. But, uh. <laughs> but musical theater mm-hmm. is where it all began. Like, um, And I, I see... My friend, it's it's so ironic that I've made a living because my friends are so vastly more talented, <laughs> like in every way. Uh, they can sing and dance, and I think I look at some of them and I, I totally see a Carol Burnett. Yeah, you know. Did you did you pick this album because like uh, the same reason like I would want to listen to it which is just like she's just ever present in my life and I just love her and she can belt I yeah. have such respect for belters yeah you know do, uh, do you off of this one did you have a, f- a favorite track because I'm trying to figure out what mine is I was, I was trying to pull just up the, the track one, listing on my phone earlier the end. hold on <laughs> I'm just trying to pick it up uh, on, where did it go now it just disappeared. Uh, can't say no. Can't. I love. See, I like. I love her version of it too. Like, I know. I like. I love the traditional one that I've heard a million times, but I really, really like her version of it. I like Blow Gabriel Blow. Because she does a lot of accent work on this album. Totally. And it's solid. It's not just like goofy over the. I mean, some of those songs are written for goofy over the top accents, including. I didn't even know she started in Broadway. I well, that's the weird thing. Like, I don't think most of us think of her that way. I think the first thing she did. I I think I might have it somewhere uh, as an LP somewhere is uh, Once Upon a Mattress, which is just the Prince and the P, uh, Princess and the P musical. Oh. Uh, And a friend of mine knows her better from that. Like, knew her from that. I think before she knew Annie, which is funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, it makes sense. I knew mm-hmm. she could sing because you can kind of tell when, when actors sing because they got a role which requires singing, but, mm-hmm. but they're not really singers. Yeah, yeah. Well, she, she's also a real loud talker. She's a loud lady. She like, is. A loud she's got lungs on her, and she's so tiny. I know. And I don't know enough about her training, but I mean, I know that she was classically trained. But it's just crazy that she can sing like that. Yeah. Like yeah, tiny, you know. tiny, 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 tiny. Mm-hmm. Lady. And I and I, I you know I'm the same with belting too. I, I there's something about it. There's uh, I really love the producers musical. Uh, mm. I actually really love it. Yeah. And the stage version, Katie Huffman who say, who plays the Ula part can sing like a mother. Oh, and yeah. then they cast Uma Thurman as her in the movie, and she she can barely she can carry a tune, but that part involves belting. Wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. The original movie? The no, the the producer's musical on Broadway. Oh, I was about and then to say. I'm sorry, no, yeah, in the new movie, the movie of the musical, they cast Uma Thurman in that part. Oh, wow. And it was a mistake. Is that is that new? Uh, 2006. See, I have kids. <laughs> yeah, so I know. Like, everything is a no. black hole. <laughs> I don't know anything between 2006 and now. <laughs> When you say the producers, I think of Gene Wilder. No, of course, my which is. Blanket, my little <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we need to talk about that someday because I have the soundtrack to that too. He like. is. That's, 
one of, both of my I was in love with him for so long. I'm still in love with him. Sure. Um both instances uh, I don't know what I should say here. <laughs> Where like a psychedelic manipulation was going down, uh-huh. and he saved my life both yeah. times. Yeah, yeah. Willy Wonka and the producers. Oh my God. They, but I was like, who is this beautiful, beautiful man? <laughs> <laughs> he was amazing. There's something about these personalities. Him, know. you know, like freaking out with <laughs> blue rag uh-huh. was so like. <laughs> And then the Nazi guy with the engine water being like, I'm not wearing this down the street. It's just it's brilliant. It's so great. I wish they'd do a revival with all of our old favorites. Oh, my God. I know. I know. I I keep, you know, honestly, I've tried to get Gene Wilder on the pot, even by phone. Like, Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to keep trying. Do it. Uh, you know. He I, did, like, two tweets, and then he gave up on Did Twitter. he really? Oh, my God. Yeah. I think I have his home phone number. <gasps> I think I figured out his home phone number. I'm going to camp outside his house. <laughs> well, you have to go to New York to do it. Oh. I know, that's the problem. He's a New Yorker. That's why I like hitting him on the phone. It's like, uh, I know, I know. Uh, so if I look at this, okay, uh, I'm just looking at the list. Blow Gabriel Blow is a great song. Uh, I actually really like Sweet Georgia Brown. Like, I, Yeah, I, I, oh yeah, you know, so I was listening to that yesterday and I was like, it reminded me of being in New Orleans again. Like, yeah. Very jazzy. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I mean, that's pretty versatile. Yeah. Someone that can belt and then be bluesy and then <clears throat> be a drunk. <laughs> I mean, I can see why she got a career. That's versatile. Yeah. Like the opposite of what I do. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, watching her growing up, I mean, did she have, like, a particular influence on you, or did you just really... Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Her and Lily Tomlin and <clears throat> Gilda Radner. Sure. Just being hams. Mm-hmm. Just wanting to be hams. <laughs> I was very hammy. Yeah. Even when I was, like, background, I was very, very hammy. <laughs> I had to get told to tone it down. Oh, I did that once. Playing a drunk. Yes. Yeah. It's fun. It is fun. And I stumbled too much for the show Las Vegas starring whoever the fuck. Uh, I mean, James Conn was on that show, but like, like seriously, the whole production stops. James Conn's on set. Whole production stops. And I'm like, hey, stumbles? That's what stumbles. he called call me stumbles or something like that. You want to tone it down a little? I'm like. All right, fine. They wanted me to act drunk. I did. To, uh, to be fair, at that point, I don't think I'd ever actually been drunk in my life. So, so that could have been like I'm playing 1960s drunk, like on camera. Hey man, <sighs> 1960s drunk. That's serious drunk. It really is. It really is. Because so. they were all walking around a certain level of drunk. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a set. Oh my God. Stumbles. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Hey, yep. stumbles. Come on. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. When I had my first audition on camera, like mm-hmm. for commercial, I was scared because I had only ever been a like stumbles equivalent before. <laughs> I was like, wow, woo, <laughs> you know, and 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 so and I'd always heard, yo, no, 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 you, you're not made for TV, Jess, because you know you're real big and and uh, you got to be real small. Your reactions got to be real small, and. Um, I was like, boy, 
this is not going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, you can be silly on that TV, too. Right. You know. Yeah. You just don't go out for... There was a time when a manager called me and he was like, uh, we want to send you on some theatrical auditions. I was like, all right. And I remember sitting in the audition room and... They're a different breed of people. Well, uh-huh. all actors are a different breed than me, and I respect them because, you know, it takes a lot of work mm-hmm. to actually build a character and think about how they'd think about stuff. Sure, sure. I mean, God, it just sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> and I prefer just, like, you walk in, it's like, have a sip of this. You don't like that. Ooh, make face. <laughs> all right, see you later, Jess. Thanks. I mean, that's, like, what I do. Uh-huh. And that's okay. <laughs> so then I go into this theatrical audition. This girl next to me, she's very, you know, serious, reading her lines. And um, she's like, uh, and it's just real quiet in the room. So I'm like, man, this is a pretty place, huh? <laughs> and, and she kind of looks at me, doesn't respond. And I'm like, yeah, this this architecture, this is really cool, huh? What is this? This is modern, right? <laughs> and she said, stop. I know what you're trying to do. Uh-huh. I was like, what? <laughs> what am I trying My agent had to explain it to me later. She thought you were trying to psych her out. Right? Psych her out? I knew it. Or, I knew or, it. or get... get <laughs> or, or alleviate my nerves using victimizing her like like what I'm just trying to ma- it's just quiet I'm just trying to make some conversation so I didn't last long in the theatrical realm <laughs> I wasn't st- I mean I was just going in there and being like hey this is me oh this is not what you want alright I'll see you later <laughs> uh, this is what I got the average unmarried female basically insecure due to some long frustration may react with psychosomatic symptoms difficult to endure affecting the upper respiratory tract in other words just from waiting around for that plain little band of gold a bison can develop a cold You can spray it wherever you figure the streptococci like You can give her a shot for whatever she's got but it just won't work If she's tired of getting that fish eye from the hotel like A bison can develop a cold that might be the key to your success. You just are the most laid-back actors I've ever met in my life, and I—but it's not an act. Like you just, this is just, this is. Uh, well, here's the thing: I can be me, mad. Sure. I can be me, happy. Sure. I mean, I can ha- pretend emotions. Yeah. And I can remember sentences. Mm-hmm. So. But as far as, like, the, the real serious work that people put in, I mean, I got respect for them. They got to they gotta think about, like, how this person would re... I, I, don't, I don't even know. I don't even know what they do. But, <laughs> but like I said, in the beginning, Sam was like, well, do you get nervous? And I said, no, no, I don't get nervous. She said, you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. 
It's absolutely true. I mean, that's that's the thing. I mean, people come here with panic in their guts, and that includes me. And right. I didn't come here thinking I was going to be an actor at all. Right. And I barely do act, but like mm-hmm. I love it. But mm-hmm. I still get nervous. And you're real good. And that's well, another funny that's nice thing. Of you. That's another funny thing. Um, auditioning is a separate skill set. Right. All together. Yeah, I can't audition. I don't know how to do it. And you're so much more talented than me. It's so funny. No. No, y'all should see him on stage. He's amazing. And the Princess Bride. So, like, I was... And I, I, this has happened several times. Uh, like, you're an audition. You're you're reading. You're about to go in. This is when you can pick your own partners. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this person's great. Hey, we're going in together, man. So we go in. And then we come out. And I say, hey, buddy, what happened? And they say, I just, I just can't, I just don't audition well. Yeah. And that's sad. Uh huh. When it's the people that have the most to show, the way the system is set up, they, they can't show it to the, you know, mm-hmm. it's like they can't get past. It's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, <clears throat> I, there, there's something to that test, I think, that like is, well, if you can't take this pressure, then you can't handle the pressure of a set or whatever. They can, they can excuse it however <laughs> they want, but I, I've never, yeah, the few times I've ever tried to audition, it's, it's never been a good idea. So that's why I don't, I just don't take, I, I can't. Right. I'll take my day job. There should be <laughs> you know? some other, I think, <clears throat> kind of something else. But then again, there's YouTube. Yeah, that is true. That is People true. People just making their own stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean that's that's kind of what I've depended on, never for yeah. money, but at least for a little bit of exposure here sure, and there. Sure, totally. Um, <clears throat> and just creative outlet, right? You know, making it yourself. That's yeah. something that wasn't uh, an option ten years ago. Yeah. Now it is. It's true. Like you know, and it, it makes me think too. As far as like my own influences, like the more we th- more we talk about Annie, the more I'm realizing <laughs> what a big influence carol burnett was on me like yeah and you know and it's just like and i love that movie i love tim curry i think tim curry was a big influence on me but like if i watch this she's a bigger influence no, she's the show stealer yeah for sure do you remember like the do, the first time you saw annie or heard it did you hear it first or see it first no i saw the movie okay i grew up uh my mama worked at a video store so uh-huh. i grew up in a video store that's awesome yeah i used to eat my lunch in the uh return box so like I'd sit inside the return box and eat my lunch and then people would come and put their tapes in and I'd spit them back out and I'd hear people go what the hell you know it was it was awesome and I remember going to there are still like horror movie covers that I remember vividly as a kid Mm -hmm. and then there was a little kids room and the porn room probably shouldn't have been side by side, but whatever. There's that curtain. Oh my God. Um, and then I remember Annie was always by the TV. Uh huh. And I don't remember the first time I watched it, but I remember Mama. Mama would have to bring home tapes uh, to splice them and fix them if they were messed up. Oh really? And. She'd open up the film and she'd cut it and she'd tape them, close back together. And then we'd have to watch it to see where if it was okay. And I watched Clue. Uh huh. I was like, who is this guy? She said, oh, that's Rooster, baby. Don't you remember Rooster? I said, no, I don't really remember. So the next day she brought home Annie. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, by the time Rooster showed up, mm-hmm. I didn't even care. Yeah. 
because she was so <laughs> amazing. Now, who's oh god, what's her name? The cur curly, 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 curly. Oh crap! Oh, Damn it! Bernadette, Is it Bernadette Peters? Bernadette Peters. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love her too. Yes. And the jerk. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's the best. I mean, you couldn't not have a crush on her. Yeah. Uh, yeah so adorable. And I, she's another too who's got this somehow powerful voice yeah. inside that tiny voice and I yeah. don't get it. And her speaking voice is like this. <laughs> and it's like, rah! It's huge. <laughs> <clears throat> Man, you know, I... It, I also often wonder if I'm watching like things like this, if it's that big of an influence. I, I feel like every time I've probably tried, if I've ever tried to play drunk, I feel like any time I've seen, oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like this kind of thing has probably influenced me on accident. Oh, yeah. You know? How was the new Annie? Uh, I didn't. Diaz? I didn't see it, and <laughs> more because it was Cameron Diaz in it. Right. Like everybody else was fine actors. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, I don't know the little girl. I've never seen her or anything, but like, I'm sure it was okay. I mean, sure it would have been okay, but I don't like Cameron Diaz at all. I mean, what? It's like <sighs> Cameron Diaz. I don't know. I, I've never seen her in anything um, like physically comedic yeah right so that's that's a funny choice it really is and she's kind of too pretty even if you <laughs> ugly her up mm -hmm. yeah yeah you know yeah cops would want to have sex with her <laughs> instead of being like oh yeah, okay right you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like this crazy bony dried up old drunk lady is trying to be like yeah come here baby <laughs> you know that's it funny and it's also funny to me, though, that is one thing people talk about, Carol, I, you know what, they talk about all women that way, in, in mm -hmm. perspective, like, <laughs> regardless of their talent, at some point, uh, anytime anybody talks about them and analyzes their career, they have to at least mention how they look, at yeah. least once. It's true. I, I know, but I don't know why that is, but I've always, I mean, she's adorable. I mean, she actually, oh, no, to me, you character. know what I mean? She, exactly. That was the character she was I agree. Doing. I agree. But so many people are like, this, the goofy looking, you know, it's like, that's not true. She was playing. No, no, no. Yeah, you she know? was totally playing it up. I mean, look at Kristen Wiig. She's yeah. cute. Yeah, yeah. In real life. Yeah. And Saturday Night Live, she's like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. You know, she looks like she can look like a freak. Yeah, yeah. But that's because that's what she does. Exactly. You know, she's a comedian. She's a you know they're chameleons but they that's if a, nice. if a dude changes they're a chameleon if a lady changes and we see her goofy <laughs> she's the goofy looking lady she's unconventionally attractive you know what i mean like it's oh, so dumb uh, yeah and every single one of my breakdowns it's um uh real to charactery that's my niche really real every one of my breakdowns real to charactery so that's my and you can always when you go in See where the the hot girls are. Uh -huh. See where the older ladies are. See where the quirky girls are. Mm -hmm. And that's the category I, I'm in. And and I made a, a Facebook post about that one time, just mentioning it. And people were like, "You know, you're beautiful. You're beautiful." Mm -hmm. I don't mind being in the quirky. Sure. Um, like that's just there has to be some categorization at least with auditions uh -huh. you know because you know if you want to model for a, a Calvin Klein or you want some kind of beer or some kind of really super hot girl mm -hmm. you're not just going to have a cattle call of all the these ages you got to mm -hmm. categorize it a little bit sure um, 
they can do things we can't do, mm-hmm. and and we can do things they can't do. Sure, everybody has their talents. Yeah, and and I think that's okay. I, I I'm I'm uh, Mississippi pretty, so I'm okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like yeah, I come from Mississippi, man. I come from the land of Walmart. I'm doing good. I'm so happy we're getting a Walmart. Chris is pissed. Like, yeah, I can't wait. Are we actually get? Is one actually coming? Yeah, man, right really? over there. Where oh, the oh, there are they replacing? Oh, okay, okay, interesting. I didn't Woo! know. <laughs> you want to knit at three a.m.? We're gonna go. We can go at three a.m. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, do you? Uh, so, how often did you watch the Carol Burnett show? You said you discovered it kind of later than it was. Yeah. Probably. I mean, I you know would have been reruns, but like, do you know when you started watching it? This was the hangers. <laughs> the first, correct? the first thing is, that I always think of is the Gone with the Wind thing. Yeah, the hangers. The uh, yeah, the curtains there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember <laughs> my mom laughing so hard because I hadn't seen Gone with the Wind. I mm-hmm. didn't know what the hell she was doing. Sure. But I remember my mom laughing so hard she had to go to the bathroom, <laughs> and that stuck with me. <laughs> Though April showers may come your way, they bring the flowers that bloom in May. So if it's raining, have no regrets, because it isn't raining rain, you know it's raining violets and when you see clouds upon the hills you soon will see crowds of daffodils so keep on looking for a bluebird and listening for his song whenever April showers come along later when I got older and I saw I, I saw that my mama had the box set or she had the, the tapes mm-hmm. and yeah I mean she's just funny especially I mean I'm I am I'm horrible like you know those people that say female stand ups aren't funny uh-huh. uh I don't know I mean, I all the female stand-ups that I think are funny are gay. Uh-huh. Generally. Uh-huh. Um, sketch comedy and is a very different thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Stand-up, I think, is probably harder because you don't have anything but you. Mm-hmm. That's true. But, I mean, especially back then, totally male-dominated network yeah yeah and she still rocked it yeah yeah know? i mean I, I i keep thinking about that too she there's wrote it. no other sketch show yeah that, that did that <clears throat> you i know? mean there's sunny and Cher. sure even you can go back there's lucy and desi mm-hmm. but i think she might have been the first and they were amazing on snl sure. you know as a as an ensemble yeah but I think she might have been the first that had her own first lady have her own show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as a sketch show goes, I mean, there were smaller versions. I know, like Edie Adams had a show, 
early on. It didn't last 11 years like the Carol Burnett right. show did. <laughs> and it didn't have the impact that the Carol... Like, the Carol Burnett show, there's no doubt every sketch show since then has, like, right. aspired to some of that. Jimmy Fallon wouldn't have a career if Harvey totally. Corman wasn't cracking up every... You know what I mean? Totally. Like, the, we totally. love... That's for the first time, like, the fourth wall kind of at least halfway drops yeah. and they're cracking. And, like, it's just because of whatever she fostered as an environment for that show. 11 years. I didn't know it went that I know. Long. I didn't realize it until I looked it up today. That's one of the reasons you can you can only get best ofs of that show because they just they they can't release all. Although I want them to release all eleven seasons because wow. I would buy them. I have them on VHS. Have, Do you? Well, I don't have I don't have eleven. Sure, sure, sure. But, but you have a bunch six. of them. Huh? Yeah, that's so. Oh. <laughs> See, I, I bet you can get more of that stuff on VHS than you can on DVD, and it's it's annoying because it's a dying mm-hmm. thing. <sighs> I loved that show so 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 much. Yeah, it's like it's probably one of that's one of my first memories of, of sketch too. I mean, did, did your okay so that and Monty Python. Yeah, of course, of course, of course, Monty Python. Neither, which is like, neither, I, and I didn't understand either until I got older. But I still enjoyed them as a kid. Sure. If nothing else, uh, people being silly mm-hmm. and hearing laughter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I that teaches you what, a huge lesson. That's yeah. That's what programs. You know, hams that have the ham gene. I yeah. think, oh, if you if you're a big nut, mm-hmm. you know, people laugh at you. Yeah, that's funny. That <laughs> made me survive junior high and high school, probably. Sure. Yeah, you know. I yeah, I, <laughs> I, I get that. I you know, do you? Uh, how about Carol Burnett's movie career? I mean, how familiar? I, I realized like today, I, I'm not that familiar with other than Annie, yeah. all because she did so many well received movies, and for some reason they escaped me. Hmm. I would like to know how she is with... No, I don't know much about her movies. I would like to know how she is with dramas. Like, did she... She did. She did a lot and well-received. Wow. Because she's... I mean, there are a couple moments in Annie that are kind of dark. And she's no, for sure. really good. Really you know? good. Like, like the, the last time I rewatched it, because we got the Blu-ray, like, heartbreakingly good. Yeah. And you realize how adult and how good she is. Oh, yeah. You know? It's like, oh, my God. She's a real drunk. She's yeah. like a fucked up, right. life destroyed drunk. So totally. And yeah. yeah, yeah. As a kid, you're like, "What a funny lady flopping all over!" And you're like, no. "Oh my god!" Right? No, no, no. Oh my god. She's shattered. She's, She's endangering children on a daily yeah. basis. Like she doesn't care. No, no, not a lick, not a lick. She just wants money. She wants a husband so she can have money. And like a she's, bathtub full of gin. Yep, yeah, and a bathtub full of gin. <laughs> <laughs> but. Well, that makes me happy. That makes me happy to hear because, you know, you see people like that that you like. Mm-hmm. You think if you met them, they'd be awesome. Sure. Yeah. At least I hope. She's one of those people, if if I found out she was mean, it would break my heart. You I, know what I mean? I know. I know. Um, I've heard nothing. I've always heard good stories about her, though. Well, that's good. You know? And I, that that's a bonus. And I know a few people who've gotten the chance to meet her. And, and she's cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. That yeah, makes yeah, me feel yeah, great. Yeah. Because, you know, you root for people like that. Yeah. And so to hear that she can even do dramatic stuff and... and that's great. And she's know. still funny. That's the other thing, too. Like, if you see her in interviews, yeah. her timing has never dwindled. Yeah. You know? That's something you're born with, I think. I think so, too. But, like, if you see people who... I don't know. It also depends on, like, if you're getting... The way in which you're getting older. If your mind is no longer sharp, your timing is... No, that's true. That's I mean, true. she's lucky, I guess, that her mind is... She's not ancient or anything, but, you know. No. Uh, you know. <clears throat> she's a steel trap. She really is. God, she's a genius. Well, I mean, that's... 
that dry, dry, dry wet on Mama's family. That's that's mm-hmm. one of the. I mean, that and Golden Girls mm-hmm. kind of shaped. You know, I see horrible, horrible things on the news, and that that's probably why I can say, yeah, say la vie, man. You know, mm-hmm. or just yeah. something like uh, really ridiculously uh, detached and horrible because <laughs> doesn't mean you don't care, sure. but you know. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna laugh or are you gonna cry? Yeah, no, exactly. I think that's one of the one of the best things that those you know really dry-witted ladies instilled in me. Yeah, you know, actually, you're making me think because Mama's Family. I don't know how many <clears throat> sitcoms ever spun off of a sketch show. Jolly hour on the trolley and lost my heart instead. With his light brown derby and his bright green tie, he was quite the handsomest of men. I started to yen, so I counted to ten, then I counted to ten again. Clang, clang, clang went the trolley. Ding, ding, ding went the bell. With my heartstrings, for the moment I saw him, I fell. Chug, chug, chug with the motor. Bump, bump, bump with the brake. Thump, thump, thump with my heartstrings. When he smiled, I could feel the car shake. I, I can't imagine being ten years old. She's ten, right? Bella is Bella nine. Is, she's nine. I can't nine. That's even more impressive. I can't imagine being nine and knowing one of your heroes already. Oh. Can you imagine being nine and knowing Carol Burnett? <laughs> oh, if I she handles it much better. If I had, if Carol Burnett had tweeted me when I was <laughs> eight, mm-hmm. I would have had a heart attack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. No, yeah, that's that's the amazing thing about Twitter. Yeah. This amazing thing. You know, social media is a lot of nasty things. Sure. Um, but living in L.A. and, you know, there's a lot of really amazing opportunities. that you, That's why people come here, you know. Sure. Where the opportunities are. Bella, um, when she was younger, she had a... Somebody told her a story about a, a werewolf, and she got real freaked out. Real freaked out. Uh-huh. And finally, I was like, baby, I don't want to have to destroy magic for you <laughs> or the belief in supernatural, but I, I looked up behind the scenes on American Werewolf in London uh-huh. of all the guys working on it, and I said, this is it. This is what it is, yeah. baby. And she just became obsessed with it. She... uh she said, I want to see the, the the clip, Mama. I said, baby, you're in first... No, you're in first grade. You cannot see that clip. <laughs> so then the little bastard Googled it. <laughs> oh, no. she, and she typed in American, U-M-E-R, <laughs> and then London, L-U-D-I-N. And she ended up finding it. Oh, my God. <laughs> and... Um, I came in. I was like, Bella, what are you doing? <laughs> and she said, wait, mama, 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 come here. Because I was like, oh, God, she's mentally scarred forever. 
But she said, wait, come here. And she would stop it and rewind it and said, look, look, this is the first set of teeth. Pause, rewind. You see the balloons? These, I think these are balloons. Wait, this is the second. See the teeth are different now? <laughs> and she just went through it. And I thought I would have been terrified. But, I mean, she she was terrified, but... That's how she got over it. Huh? That's how she got over oh it. Oh my god! But like to have the brain, the analytical brain, that young to be like, oh no, the picking that shit out. Oh my god! Right. And so then she started playing with clay, and she started. Um, she just got into it. She found out all about Rick Baker, and uh, then she made. She wanted to make. She wanted to do a transformation. I was like, baby, we've got like glue and toilet paper. Yeah. I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she made a little monster claw and wanted me to take a picture of her doing the American werewolf scream. <laughs> and I tweeted it to him and he responded. Rick Baker responded on Twitter and and um, just insane. Now, um, he, she, he invited her to his studio. She went to his studio. Awesome. He gave her a bunch of like supplies. Oh. Since then, she's been over to his house, and he's taught her how to sculpt a few things. And, Amazing. Um, she sends him stuff. Because at the end of the studio, he said, All right, Belle, I'm not giving you all this stuff for free. I want you to do stuff with it. And I, yeah. want, I want pictures, and if I don't get them, I'm going to hunt you down. I'm going to take you all back. <laughs> <laughs> And he's the coolest guy. That's you know, amazing. Mr. Rick. He's like, I mean, that's an L.A. story right there. Yeah, you it know? is. That... If I never book another job, mm -hmm. then, I mean, look what I was able to do for, or shit, not even me. Yeah. Because I didn't want to post the picture. Sure, sure, sure. I told her, I said, baby, the odds of him finding this <laughs> or even seeing it right. are like nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> let alone responding to it. So don't get your hopes up, okay? She's like, I promise, I promise. Yeah. So it shows what I know. <laughs> right. You know. <laughs> By the way, you were totally right. For the first, like, six episodes, she was on Mama's Family. Oh, okay. I had no idea. I remember. I her. had no idea that she was actually on the show. So I was, my mind, I like. Skinny, skinny girl, skinny, yeah, yeah. skinny sassy lady. She played the character she played on the friggin', and I had no idea. So my apologies, because I, mm. I was like, just, no, there's no way. It's okay, my mind. I very well could have been wrong. But uh, my God, yeah. So that's that's fantastic. Like that she's. I don't know. I'm sorry. You know, we don't have to make this entirely about that. But like that's no. it's, it's part. Like this it's part amazing. of your story is fantastic. It's just yesterday. Um, he she sent him because she's like, what should I what should I uh, be watching? So he gave her a list of classic horror movies. Mm -hmm. And um, so uh, the Jekyll and Hyde is one of her favorites. Uh -huh. And there was a transformation there. And she didn't know how he did it. So she said, she said Mom, write Mr. Rick and ask him how they did that. Mm -hmm. And so he sent a video of, he was like, here's a younger version of me explaining how, he did, how that happened. Mm -hmm. And it was lighting. And so then Bella tried to find gels around the house <laughs> to do it. And um, I think I saw that photo. She's yeah, she's working on an alien now. She's she's just, and it's good because you know she she didn't uh, she she is a ham. She mm -hmm. did get the ham gene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I 
you know, in Mississippi, I don't know, I hesitate, but I put her, before Bella found her thing, mm-hmm. I was like, well, maybe we do ballet, maybe we do dance. And she's not athletic. Mm-hmm. And the dance, I mean, the girls weren't very nice. This is L.A., mm-hmm. you know, I mean, everybody, nothing's really for fun here, right. you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I'm worried, you know, I'm putting her in a show. I don't want to do that. Yeah. It's not Mississippi where everybody's just, you know, it's just fun. Here, it's like people are going to be stars. So when she found this, she really, really found what she likes to do. Mm-hmm. So that's always nice to see, even though she blows off her homework sure. to, to, to <laughs> see herself up and <laughs> play with the stuff. It's, it's fun. It's like... <laughs> Well, I like that she got the ham gene and also that that, that horror movie that, that you had so much exposure to horror movies as a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she loves Evil Dead. I let her get away with a lot. Oh but now she God. wants to watch everything Rick Baker's ever done. Yeah, yeah. She said, all right, Mama, can we watch The Exorcist? I was like, oh, no, oh, honey, shit. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, why? I said, baby, <laughs> I let you watch a lot of stuff, okay? <laughs> yeah, more than I should. You need to take my... You just need to chill out on this, okay? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> it's not... A few years. What do we got? Uh, six, seven, eight more years before... A little bit. A yeah, little holy bit. crap. That's hilarious. I haven't even watched... It, but then again, I'm a wuss. I can't. I can't watch horror movies. I'm a wuss too. <laughs> Rick was like, "You haven't seen The Ring?" I'm like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. "Uh-uh, no." Uh-uh. <laughs> Do uh, have you? Has she ever seen Annie? Does she have? Oh, she loves Annie. Yeah. She. I mean, she has the ham gene. She loves it. Um, she. Oh yeah, she loves Little Shop. Mm-hmm. She loves Annie. Um. You know, there's an Evil Dead, the musical. Yes. Oh, if only that would tour around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but the my and then my younger one. I don't know. I think it's a little too early to tell with Lucy. Lucy's smarter than both Bella and I combined. Yeah. So I don't know. She's real manipulative, like very manipulative and. She'll do just fine in L.A., I think. <laughs> Me and Belle are the ones that need to watch out. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, uh, I, I kind of love that, like, kind of the, th- <clears throat> sort of the theme we've been talking about is, like, really genuinely loving what you do. I mean, like, again, I know that you're succeeding. You, you're succeeding as an actress, and you're, I think you're downplaying your skill. But, I mean, you, you, uh, you must enjoy it. Oh, it's fun. Because you're great at it's it. So I mean, you're very fun. funny. You can't. You know, you can't be funny on accident, I don't think. No, no, it's it's fun. And I, that's another thing I think that... Because people tell me that... Because I can't... Don't ask me to cry. Uh-huh. Forget it. And people, some people say, well, you know, comedy is much harder than drama. I'm like, are you crazy? <laughs> no way! <laughs> so, I mean, I've never had a class. I've never... So, I mean, I think it's something that you're just born with, you just like doing, and then, God forbid, you have that gene and you see a Carol Burnett when you're a kid, you're like, well, that's it. That's uh-huh. the trigger. Right. Just like when Rick Baker was a kid, he, you have that gene and he saw uh, the Wolfman mm-hmm. the first time. He's like, well, that's something that I'm 
gonna be doing right and bella with american werewolf you know i think people have that thing in them maybe some people have several things in them Mm -hmm. and just wait for it to be triggered hopefully you're not a serial killer (laughs) Uh, hopefully that never gets triggered but you know what i mean like yeah (laughs) oh your cat's so cute we do have pretty adorable cats here Um, I know this is the first time we're hearing this album, so normally what we do is like we say, why would you recommend this album? I mean, is it worth recommending to people who like Carol Burnett or have never uh, heard Carol yeah, Burnett? Yeah, hello. She goes from kind of a funny, belty, 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 still comedic. For, see, that's the thing. It's, it's, uh, she can do voices yeah. while singing. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Yeah. She can do accents while singing. It's like Weird Al. I know. I know. You know? Yeah. He can sing just as well as the original artist, no matter the genre, and he can add jokes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hello. And that's kind of her. Like, the second song, Happiness, is a thing called Joe. That's funny. But it was beautiful. Yeah. It made me feel like I was, like, on, like, in the quarter again, the French quarter. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I can't say no, you know, come on. Sure. <laughs> it's a really, I mean, it is really a beautiful album, and it's got plenty of, I mean, again, there, some of them are funny songs, but, like, she just adds layers and layers to how funny they are. Yeah, if, don't sing along, though, so you're going to feel like an idiot. <laughs> Unless you're Carol Burnett. <laughs> yeah, I was doing that while I was cleaning the apartment. <laughs> the second time we listened, I was just like, I was kind of yelling singing. <laughs> Uh, over the vacuum cleaner. Carissa could do it, probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I need to have her on the show. We've been trying to figure that out for a while. Um, you got to have her sing. Oh, yeah. Of course. <clears throat> so, do you have anything to promote? Where can people find you online? Oh, gosh. Uh, I do commercials. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> I mean, you have a Facebook fan page. Oh, yeah. I have a Facebook page where I tell stories about my life mm-hmm. um i'm working on a like an animated series that's pretty neat. really yeah that's awesome so that's fun and bella's working on her monster movies she's working on this thing right now it's a puppet it's an alien puppet and she actually wanted uh the eye orifice to open it's like a alien brain oh holy crap thing. okay and I'm like, she's like, and I want it to, uh, the, I want it to, the puppet to look up, and then, and then, I'm like, okay, well, that's kind of a tricky. Uh-huh. And then I want the eye to open. I'm like, what? You want eye flaps? The functioning eye flaps? Are you insane? So, it's taken her about a year. Yeah. But it's almost ready. That's awesome. That's so good. Uh, wait. So when they're looking for your Facebook page, Jesse Merriweather. Uh, Cootie Queen? Is that what they should look for? Because it does yeah, say that, right? Yeah, because I think it's, it's Jesse Merriweather, Cootie Queen, and commercial <laughs> actress. My mom's so proud. <laughs> um, well, thank you for doing this. Oh, I know it's been fun. a long time making, yeah. and I mean, I know we meandered from Carol Burnett, but there are a lot of interesting stories to tell. Well, she's amazing. She's fantastic. There's and I no mean, real meandering from her. No, 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 no. <laughs> and Carol, if you're listening, come on the show. Yeah, uh, we love you. Of course. Um, well, thank you for being here again. Thank you guys for listening, and as always, have a good thing.
Comedy on Vinyl is a production of Stolen Dress Entertainment. It is produced by Mike Warden and is hosted and edited by Jason Klom. Our theme song was composed and performed by Richard Levinson. Please visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, read our blogs, read our tweets, watch our videos, and read our books. Please subscribe on iTunes, and if you like us, give us a five-star rating and a nice review. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Comedy on Vinyl, Twitter at Comedy on Vinyl, and find everything else at ComedyOnVinyl.com. I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza, I'm Alan Rickard. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. I, this is Jason again. I host the well-reputed... Reputed. This is Alan. Reputed. Comedy on Vinyl podcast, as well as some others. Alan, though. I've been on some podcasts. Also, I'm an actor. And have been for nigh on several years. The important part, though, is that while we're close friends, we found a bond when we discovered that we both loved the greatest sitcom of the 90s. Possibly of all time. I won't refute that. The podcast will go through the entire series, from episode one... To episode 97. We'll be talking with other fans of the show, people who worked on the show, and you. That's right. You can email your questions about the show, and I'm not kidding here, to freakzilla at scopenet.com. Ah. That's right. We'll either try to get the answers for you ourselves or direct from the people who put the show together. It's a dream come true. You can also call and leave a voicemail for us at 646-801-WNYX. If it's relevant or funny or even stupid, as long as it's news radio related, you have a good chance of it getting played on the show. Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. All of this talk of aged lunch making ghosts has made me peckish. Equally dumb closing quote. God damn it, Alan. Sorry. I, is that, oh, that's in parentheses. I shouldn't have actually said that. Please subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio. Radio.